So quite a bit of uh, data uh, scheduled for release later today on the local front. Uh, First up, the Reserve Bank's leading indicator as well as consumer inflation. Let's talk about those briefly. Yes, Akina. So there'll be lots for market participants to digest in today's session. And as you say, Reserve Bank leading indicator index um, is first on the agenda. And that's a gauge which is typically used as a forward-looking proxy for where domestic economic growth risks lie. And encouragingly here we've seen an upturn of late which suggests that we could see GDP uh, improve modestly in the second half of the year. And then that second bit of data would be consumer inflation. Now CPI had eased slightly at the start of the year and the median estimate when going by the 19 or so analysts polled by Bloomberg they're anticipating a further decline to around 6.3% in February. Now, if this outcome does indeed transpire, it's still worth noting that inflation would be running outside of that upper bound limit of the Reserve Bank's target band. The Reserve Bank's primary mandate is one of price stability, so we'd likely need to see inflation fall even further before the bank perhaps adopts a more accommodative monetary policy stance. But encouragingly for now, the scales do seem to be tilted towards a further decline in inflation in the coming months. And in addition to the uh, CPI uh, data, uh, I suppose market participants will also be keeping an eye on the Reserve Bank's quarterly bulletin, Manisha? Mm, Yes, most definitely. So I think that that perhaps draws the main focus today, and in particular on the detail that's contained in that quarterly bulletin. Um, You you gain sort of a a multifaceted insight into the state of the local economy, and that ranges from confirmation of the Q4 GDP data, a look at gross fixed capital formation, as well as household debt levels, and more pertinently, that current account deficit. Now, the current account deficit is perhaps the headliner, and for those who are not very familiar with the data, a positive current account balance balance indicates that a country is a net lender to the rest of the world and vice versa. Now, South Africa, we've run a current account deficit for many quarters now. And in Q3, that that deficit as a percentage of GDP came in at minus 4.1%. Although for perspective, that ratio has narrowed compared with minus 6.7% back in 2013. Now, the latest data that we'll be receiving is for Q4, and, you know, we're already in Q1, but the, so the data is definitely historical, but, it was, but what it does offer is some insight into why the RAND strengthened as much as it did last year and into this year. And broad expectations is that the deficit as a percentage of GDP would have narrowed. You know, one can presume that the trade component of the current account registered a surplus as imports have come under pressure amid a still relatively tight credit environment, while on the export front we've encouragingly seen resilience here, supported as well by firmer commodity prices. So we start to see an overall narrowing in external deficits. It's a favorable development because it speaks of a reduced reliance on foreign inflows to fund these deficits, and that in turn speaks of a more balanced economy, which virtuously is a RAND positive development. So one can also use the data 
to draw conclusions from those imbalances on whether interest rates are set at appropriate levels, the theory being then that the data will reflect a deficit which has narrowed as a trend through recent quarters, implying that the Reserve Bank has done much of what has been required and assisted the SA economy to live within its means, so to speak.